Hey guys, get your cheese wheels and beers. This is the Door Guys podcast. Door Guys, I don't even know the number. This is Davis. <laughs> this is Scott. I think we're on uh, number 16. I don't know. I think we were going to number them different or something. I don't know. So, yeah, we're going to uh, I didn't know what to say. Bit. What's up, Scott? <laughs> Nothing. Just uh, recovering from the you know weekend and uh, January 1st and all that good shit. How about you? Your birthday, ringing in the new year. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling a little down today. My stepdaughter pointed to the Ramones poster on my wall and pointed at Joey Ramone and said I look just like him. And that really hurt my feelings because <laughs> if you don't know who Joey Ramone is, he's pretty fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm is- pretty sad right now, but... I'll get through it. That is kind of rough. Uh, I saw her as she was leaving the house, and uh, I thought she was going to give me a hug. She got all close, and I was like, oh, sweet. She's going to give me a hug, and she tried to stomp on my foot, and then she ran away laughing. (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, welcome. Welcome over. (laughs) Uh, Today we have uh, two of our favorite guests from 2020, now that we're in 2021, joining us. Uh, One is uh, our fellow door guy, Vinny. Welcome to the show. Welcome. What's up, guys? (laughs) and our favorite comedian so far i mean you're legendary this is like your fourth time on i think that's more than anyone it's ty walsh ah thanks for having me again (laughs) yeah i got it from the back buddy (laughs) someone's got to get it right (laughs) listen okay they get the claps when they're new they don't need the claps every time oh don't be a hater scott like to make them feel welcome yeah i mean new one of the year well, I mean, if you want the clap, I, I know some people that can help you out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rang in the new year with these two guys uh, while you were watching Tom Segura videos of him breaking his arm. Oh, and, God. Uh, like I told these guys, man, I, I'm working on an ambulance and stuff. I've seen broken bones, broken whatever. That doesn't bother me. The, the sound is what bothered me. And the sound of his patella tendon snapping. Oh. It's the worst. I mean, because that you know that that was an immediate pain, which is why he fell. Like it just fell back immediately. Like mid run, just falls backwards and caught his arm in a bad position. And yeah, that was pretty gross. But the best part about that was watching Bert Kreischer walk over and try to put it back where it was supposed to be. Oh. <laughs> like probably shouldn't have done that, but actually probably did a, a good thing for him by doing that. Uh, Medically, because, you know, then it's not pinching that nerve. You don't have the risk of other things happening that, you know, prolonging it. I mean, the paramedics would have probably done the same thing, but. I don't I don't think you're supposed to touch anyone when they're hurt like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Dr. Burt. He knows what he's doing, that right? That is true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, back to New Year's Eve. Uh, how did that rate, Vinny, on your, you've spent many New Year's Eve at the club, bringing yeah. it in. That's one of our biggest nights here. It's, it, it was weird it being a pandemic and all, but uh, how'd that rate, how did this one rate on your scale? It was a lot of fun. It, uh, you know, we had Pete Lee, great headliner, Tyler Walsh, uh, Chris Covey. It was, it was a good show and a decent crowd for what we could get in here. I mean, you know, normally we're sitting at 250, 270, and, you know, we had just under 100. That's all we could do. Right. Um, so it was not the craziest one by far. No, not at all. Those I are mean, usually John Morgan, and the, and I believe it was the girls talked about the infamous uh, Beignet oh, incident. God. And well, that was, what, two years ago? 
No, oh, it, was it was like longer five, than that. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five. He maybe. was here two years ago again, but yeah, that time he was like, "Oh, we're doing the beignets," and that was a big. It was Mar- <laughs> big we did Mardi Gras theme that year. Yeah, and it looked like a Mardi Gras Coke party <laughs> in here with all the powdered sugar. You <laughs> <It> did, <laughs> but no, it was it was good. It was fun. It was uh, you know happy to have one. That's for sure because I didn't think we were going to be able to do a New Year's Eve show, and we were able to pull it off. It was awesome. I had a I had a great time. I stayed up till six a.m. I still haven't slept very much. Oh yeah, <laughs> I went to bed at three thirty. Me and uh, Ty Walsh were smoking corn cob pipes in my fucking garage, <laughs> drinking champagne at like six in the morning. That's what you guys went to go do. Mountain beers. Oh uh, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you, me, and Michaela bonded. Yes, we did. We did over corn cob pipes and yeah. mountain beers. Yeah, <laughs> the old way. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything less from Tyler Walsh. We definitely not. We talk so much shit. (laughs) (laughs) That was what I live for. (laughs) Yeah, I would expect nothing less. (laughs) Yeah, we were thinking about starting a rumor that uh, someone around here is fucking their sister. That was pretty funny. (laughs) That kind of started here. Yeah, I can imagine how much it escalated back at your place. Oh, I was telling him uh, when we saw this person that he should be like, you know, like be real serious. Like, you shouldn't do that, man. Like, you should w- worry about what your kids are going to look like. <laughs> like <laughs> wow. Like, I, d- I don't know what city school rumors are like, but at my school when I was a kid, the big rumors were always like, hey, this person's mom and dad were first cousins. <laughs> like, and that was like, we had two or three kids that were infamous. Like until now, I still believe it. Like, right. I, don't, I don't know, but like nothing has proved that they aren't. That, yeah. that was the big scandals always oh. was like, did you hear they're related? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now I realize why you love this so much. He's right at home. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was a great time, and uh, yeah, Pete Lee all weekend was good. So that was that was awesome to spend it with you guys. And sorry we missed out on you, but I know you were having fun. Oh yeah, and, and you know, it, one of those things like I normally don't work Thursdays anyway, so I was perfectly fine not <laughs> working that that, we, uh, that show. We got some couch time with him the next day. That is true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before our next shift, where I slept three hours before. I did it. <laughs> yeah, Friday. Friday was rough for me, and I even got a decent amount of sleep. But uh, it was still kind of a rough day for me. I don't know that drinking and eating all the Buffalo Wild Wings that Billy ordered and uh, watching that video just kind of fucked me up for the night. <laughs> Let's. Uh, Later on, I want Vinny's going to tell us some more, regale some tales from the funny bone. But uh, I have, we kind of talked about it a little bit before sh- the show, but it's kind of burning me up inside. Uh, everyone's <laughs> talking about it. It's Cobra Kai. <laughs> and I'm a little bit pissed, dude. Uh, I hate Daniel LaRusso. Everything and all of this, I just rewatched. I just got into season three. I know Vinny hasn't seen it. Um, if you haven't seen the original Karate Kid, then go fuck yourself. If <laughs> you haven't seen the show, sorry for spoilers. But at the end of the second season, there's a big brawl at the school. And all the, the two, the Cobra Kai and Miyagi Dojo, they're brawling in the school. My first problem is, is a bitch comes in and like, <laughs> there's a teacher doing the announcements. And she like fucks her up and steals the announcements. And then challenges a girl over the announcements to the fight. And then everyone like uh, almost like West Side Story just comes out of the halls and everyone's fighting and videotaping it on their phones. Where the fuck are all the teachers? (laughs) It was on the announcements. Like someone has to run and grab a teacher later because a kid gets like kicked off the stairs or whatever. 
My biggest problem with all of this, why I bring this up, is this is not Mr. Miyagi would fuck Daniel LaRusso up as an adult because he's one, he's a douchebag car salesman, and two, he incites all this violence. That's not what Miyagi stood for, dude. Hell no, it's not. I I don't get that. I don't. I do not see where Daniel Daniel became the bad guy. Oh, he's always been. He's the always bad been guy. the bad guy. Even in yeah. the original Karate Kid, I, I don't get they just it. Washed like, over that. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, no, Daniel Son's just doing his thing. He he stole the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, he picked the fight at the beach in the, the ori- original Karate yeah. Kid. Yeah, he was always the bad uh, guy. He's <laughs> a little punk kid. Yeah, they lead you to believe that Johnny was the bad guy the whole time, but really he was the fucking dickhead. And even so, like in in uh, uh, Cobra Kai, they show what Johnny went through as a kid at home. Like he was getting fucking picked on by his stepdad and. You know, everyone thought he was all, you know, he was cool. Yeah, they Daniel money, moved here they, from the East Coast with his East Coast attitude fucking to California, being a dickhead to everybody. And everybody Starting knows fights. people from Jersey are dickheads. <laughs> maybe, it's just, maybe it's just my conservative upbringing put me on the Daniel, on the Daniel side. He like, didn't go to Miss Miyagi because he wanted to do karate. Right. He wanted to fuck those dudes up. Yeah. And at the Halloween party in the original Karate Kid, he put the hose over the, he started the fight there. He put the hose over the thing in the bathroom. When the guy's in the stall, he was fucking with oh, him. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, yeah. starting all the shit. And then in this new one, when he's an adult, he's all Johnny's doing, he's just a drunk fucking guy. Nothing's going his way. He gets arrested for trying to defend a kid who's getting bullied at the gas station. He beats all the other kids' asses. Yeah. Gets arrested. Then he's trying to turn his life around, starts a dojo. And at the beginning of the show, he's like trying to teach him the right way, dude, a little bit. I mean, he's kind of rough around the edges. And then fucking daniel gets jealous creates his own dojo and then there's a fucking rivalry again dude it's all his fault and miyagi's ghost is going to come back is my prediction in season, <laughs> season five. three no five. season five season five <laughs> and and fucking possess someone and they're going to kill daniel off that's how it's gonna happen. <laughs> that's a bold statement. yeah that's a bit of a stretch <laughs> that's a bold move I, I do like, we talked about this earlier. I do, and it, I think it's something that we all like, is that they're bringing back all the original cast from their Karate Kid to play themselves as adults. And uh, Ty, you said it the best. Like, it is, none of it is unbelievable. Like, it's all things that you would believe would have happened over the years. Like, the fact that Johnny doesn't know what any social media is and drives a Firebird in the <laughs> beginning of the series. Like, that's all stuff that you could totally see from how his character was as a teenager in the original movie. So, yeah, I, I do like the attention to detail that they've paid they, in that. They have the – David Spade does, like, the Netflix – he's got a talk show now or yeah, whatever. Right. And he interviewed those guys, and uh, Bill Burr was on there. And they said something about uh, the Firebird scene, and the and he's like, I didn't – Bill Burr's like, I didn't think that was funny. I was just like, yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and the rock music comes on, the fireway's like, oh, yeah, that's just – my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was talking about just how he connected that on a real level, and not like me as a thirty-one-year-old watching that. Like, right, right. That, like, oh, that's yeah, how I lived. That, <laughs> yeah, that happened ten years before I was born. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, fuck Daniel Larusso is my stance on that. I agree, dude. I've, I've been that way for quite some time now. I don't know. I'm a Daniel guy, guys. That's fine. 
That's fine. That's you can be a Daniel guy, and yeah. Vinny can make his decision when he finally watches it. <laughs> now that I remember, I have Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> now that we just fucked up Vinny's rest of the pandemic, <laughs> we just ruined the whole series for him. I have a feeling you left a few parts out. Oh, a yeah, lot. a lot. <laughs> just watch the original Karate Kid, and then like put different characters and it's kind of the same story. They follow the same formula. I do like my favorite character in that show. And I don't know why, but it's that kid Hawk with his fucking, Oh dude, I his, hate him. I love him. <laughs> dude. I love that. Just as Mohawk and the fact that he got the tattoo. And then when he changed his hair color, he got the hair re tattooed. He changed the color on the tattoo. <laughs> I, I don't would know. like I to say it. one of my favorite parts is early on before he becomes Hawk and he just calls keeps calling him cleft lip or whatever. He's calling got a cleft lip. Like, What's wrong with this kid's lip? <laughs> 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 So brutally honest and fucking rude about it. Let's get to our new segment that you created, Scott, where uh, this is, might be controversial, but I like it. Uh, it's uh, And we haven't answered yet either. It will be the strangest place that you have taken a dump ever yeah. in your life because we're men and we don't care. I mean, I bet ladies do it too. And I mean, there's yeah. some skeptical places. I don't remember how this came up. I don't. I was just trying day. to remember, like, how did this come <laughs> up? Somebody we, must have been telling us about something crazy. Yeah, obviously something crazy. And I told Davis, like, when I cleaned up crime scenes and meth labs and all that stuff, so we'd get sent out to houses that sometimes didn't have running water, didn't have any kind of plumbing that you could use, anything like that. And it was an unattended death. The lady was dead, and we were just supposed to throw everything away. And we're in the house. There's no running water, and the bathroom isn't something that I was going to use. Even without, even if it had running water, this place was disgusting. Uh, and so, I, since I knew nobody was there, I just grabbed one of the biggest pots out of her kitchen and went to the garage, did my business, put the lid on, duct taped it shut, and threw it in the dumpster. <laughs> At least you're considerate. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I knew yeah, you I'd didn't have, have to, to put the duct tape on. You know? Well, I knew that there was a chance that maybe something would happen. I'd have to end up in the dumpster, and if oh. I ended up in the dumpster, I was not risking knocking that mad boy over. That was, yeah, that was a bad day. I mean, I feel like uh, you sh you shit better when you're just like squatting over something. Like that's uh, like the squatty potty is a thing these days, and it, there's something there's some kind of muscle in your butt that when you're <laughs> squatting like that and your legs are up higher, it like open shit up. Yeah, yeah, it's the clean breaks, dude. You don't <laughs> even have to you, wipe. You got to be able to pee though. That's always the yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a small pot. How do you? Where's the piss go? Like, cause oh, you can't get that all into a pot no well it, i mean it was like a like a it was a pretty it was big a pot big I mean, one it was a it was like a big spaghetti pot like, <laughs> <laughs> i have a way bigger ass than you <laughs> i kind of did the uh me too i, I think I, I did like the get down on my knees and squat down on it and then just kind of push everything in the place where it needs to be <laughs> i've i've crafted i've shit in a couple buckets and I was always like, where am I going to piss? <laughs> like I was trying to not, because I was like, I can't get both these into the bucket. <laughs> you know, like, what do I do? Like I was trying not to pee all over the floor that I wasn't supposed to be Wait. shitting on. <laughs> you know, you just, you know, you just hover over the bucket. You don't have to put your ass in the bucket, right? No, I want my ass on the bucket. He doesn't have that kind of balance. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of top heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the angles that's that's all i could say it was it was just the i was in the right angle to make everything work and it was uh it was interesting have you done it more than once or just the one time oh i've i've 
done it more than once. You that, and the pots. That's the craziest, or that's, just always pots. <laughs> not always pots. I mean, so one time it was uh, an old. We used to keep our tools. I mean, you go to job sites, keep all your tools in like old, uh, like cleaned out cat litter containers. Those big five gallon, whatever they are. One gallon, I don't know what they are, but uh, that's what we keep all our tools in. There were a couple times we went to jobs where, again, there was nothing that we could use. So dump all my tools in the trunk and just shit in a cat litter container. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I, the best thing to shit over that you can ever is a bridge guardrail. <laughs> <laughs> because they stand just because, you know, you're not supposed to be in a 90 when you shit. They technically say you poop better if you're like at a... At an angle. What is this? A one eighty? Yeah. Forty <laughs> five. Yeah, and a bridge guardrail is just high enough. It puts you in the perfect place, and it gives you separation, and you can piss on the gravel. <laughs> and then you got the whole back, and you protect yourself with that guardrail. I feel like how you're explaining the angle that you were like holding yourself with your knees on the guardrail, like leaning back with your ass, like over the water. That's how, that's how you do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, well, no, but then <laughs> if the water's hitting the boat ramp, just right, you get out off the boat ramp and you just stand there in the water. Just it's a bidet. A river bidet. bidet. <laughs> I have used the Des Moines river bidet in central Iowa several times. <laughs> I mean, is so I'm assuming you might have a crazier place that you've shit than off a bridge. Does that sound like a normal one? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Well, normal for Ty. He said several times. Well, I've, I've worked several jobs where your only choice is to just shit somewhere not conventional. Right. I figured. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard about your occupation. Yes. <laughs> well, I told you about the... I told you guys all about the kid that I used to work with that we rode horses moving cattle and he would sh he would take a shit down by the creek and he'd wipe but he would come back and he'd have you'd see the top of a Ziploc baggie sticking out his pocket and be like what's that well he would shit and wipe his ass and then he would wash the bandana in the creek rinse it out <laughs> and take it home so he could wash it and, the, and then he'd oh. carry it on him again Man. how poor was this kid where he couldn't afford another dollar bandana this this was just this kid was way in nebraska <laughs> <laughs> he was a cowboy i guess, oh, I guess. damn I don't know if I want to be a cowboy. <laughs> you always hear about the glamorous parts of the cowboy world. You never hear about the shitting and wiping your bandana. That's right. That's true. <laughs> I uh, would say my craziest place is my pants at the golf course. <laughs> it is. And I had to dump my fucking underwear in one of those see-through cans. I think I might have talked about it on here before. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that is the craziest place I ever shit because I had shorts on, so... <laughs> I was hammered the night before. It was the problem, and I gambled on a fart, and uh, then there was some liquid running down my leg that uh, was diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. So it was crazy and the worst at the same time. I don't. I, I was telling Scott the other night, I don't like to poop in public. I'm one of those dudes, so... I don't really have that many crazy stories because my asshole locks up in public. Like, I can't... <laughs> I'll sit there and just be like, uh, unless I really have to go. If it's an emergency, then I'll run to the bathroom. But usually I'm not a poop in public, so I don't have very many crazy places. Have you ever shit the bed? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't remember the last time. It was a it was a while ago. When I was younger, maybe like twenties, early twenties. Uh, within the past five years, I have pissed the bed. I've been so hammered, and, <laughs> and I woke up and I thought I was sweating that bad. And then I went because I was like out of it. And then I went to the bathroom, and yeah, my pants were real wet. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, I, I used to be the same way as you, where I didn't like to shit in public. But as I've gotten older, I'm just like, ah, I don't, I don't yeah. care. I'll just shit anywhere but uh, probably one of the craziest places was uh down at the uh nebraska state fair and i was younger and there was this rickety ass i think it was supposed to be an old outhouse at one time it was nice it was not the there were no doors and it was not i barely fit in there so i had to get it done and uh wiping my ass was definitely a challenge Cause I, bet, I, bet. I mean, I'm sitting there wall on my one elbow wall on my other elbow. And I'm like, I'll make this work enough because we hadn't been at the fair very long. This was not in grand Island, but when it was in Lincoln. Oh, and, gotcha. Uh, yeah. That, uh, I, I don't like to think about that place. Oh, but, <laughs> but before the fair got nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Before I went to grand Island. When it, when it was still trashy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, speaking of state fairs, uh, our regular emailer, Don Seeger, <laughs> sent us this uh, great picture of a chick in the Iowa State Fair with angel wings tattooed on her back, but in the middle, it's shaped like a dick. Oh. <laughs> so the wings are separated, and there's a dick right in the middle. That was a nice picture to get. Thank you for that, Don. <laughs> was that on people of the state fair? That, I, that was a big page for a while. Oh, I don't I know. I made it on that page. <laughs> Have you really? Oh, yeah. As like like several tons of thousands of followers and holy shit i got drunk and had my butt crack sticking out at the fair i've uh, never heard of this site it? and uh and it got I'm posted interested. and shared yeah people of the iowa state fair is a pretty good page <laughs> i guess i'm guessing that's on facebook yeah if you go back enough you'll see my crack <laughs> <laughs> Don also said that I look like a semi-pro wrestler. <laughs> so uh, that being said, if you... Uh, I mean, I could see it kind of. You and yeah. Vinny could be a good tag team, dude. Yeah, there we For go. Sure. Let's For team sure. up. Salt, <laughs> call us salt and pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if uh, if you're going to be a semi-pro wrestler, this here's a good question just off the fly. What would your name be? Ooh, that is a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I already got me and his picked out, salt yeah, and pepper. We're good. <laughs> that is good. That is good. And I don't even care which one if I'm salt or pepper. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> we need a manager, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. Mine's not, it's not an original name that I made up, but I would call myself Lord Humongous, dude, yeah. from uh, Mad Max. <laughs> oh, That works. That works, too, yeah. What about you? I don't even, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the farmhand. <laughs> Come out in overalls and fucking everything, dude. That'd be perfect. Well, I'll change my name then so we can be a tag team, dude. I got to have some farm, farm, uh, farm kind of name also. Be the rancher? Yeah, I'm the rancher and that's my farm hand. <laughs> yeah, we could be a farm, or we could be two farm hands. Yeah, like versus farm salt hand pepper. The farm hands. <laughs> yeah, the farm hands versus salt and pepper. Main event. <laughs> All right, let's clear these tables out. Let's get the ring up. Coming. <laughs> Summer of 2021. <laughs>
Look, I have a bunch of chairs from the Funny Bone in my garage. We could set up a ring in my front yard. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we definitely and have seating. <laughs> yeah, you guys should start door guys backyard boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are trying to start uh, have a lot more content and other things. We uh, have a uh, new website coming under the name High Level Media. That we're going to start here, and so maybe that's something we had is uh, bum fights and backyard fights. <laughs> bum fights? Do you, do you remember those videos oh, from yeah. back in the day? Holy was, shit. I felt, uh, I, was, I remember being super excited to see it, <laughs> and then when I was watching it, getting kind of sad, being like, this is pretty fucked up that they're exploiting these guys. Oh, and yeah. And they're fucking each other up. Rufus, the, was it Rufus the stunt bum or whatever they called him? They're giving him like a ham sandwich a to sandwich? fight. Yeah. 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 I'm like, dude. And then you had Bling Bling and his crack pipe. <laughs> this is Bling Bling's crack pipe. It and sounds like you were a super I know, fan. He, he oh, was dude, a I, watched fan. The, I watched all of them. I loved it. It was terrible. Like, I felt bad that they exploited these people, but I love uh, it. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he had no remorse. Listen, none, none at all. <laughs> I might feel bad, but I still can appreciate the entertainment value. Uh, all right. So, uh, what else, do you guys? What do you guys got? Uh, what do you got going on, Ty? You got anything going on before we get to Vinny's stories? Uh, no, no. I'm pretty quiet until February. I'm yeah. just kind of chilling this month. I've been doing a lot of my daily routine with my days off right now. Has just been driving around Carter Lake. <laughs> um that's just i don't, i have this thing i don't do much in omaha actually so and then, i like to drive to iowa's little niche in this state i just go there i go to casey's and then i usually end up stopping at the other gas station because they have this pickled sausage i like and then i just drive around the lake for an hour sometimes so several that's, routes that's that's all i've been doing that story about the shrimp was true the shrimp. Yeah, driving around all day, drink, I, eating shrimp in your yeah, car? Pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just a stage story. No, I I, I like my big, yeah. <laughs> did you I get the get shrimp nice out of Carter around. Lake? <laughs> no, Sorry, I did I not. Okay. I did just not get that. <laughs> That's, you guys don't peel shrimp, do you? I don't eat shrimp. Like What? I don't eat shrimp. What do you oh, mean man, peel like, like the shell off of them? Like I don't. I really don't see a... No, I can do tail the whole thing. You eat the oh, tail of the shrimp? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. When they're, when they're fried, especially, that <laughs> tail goes right down. <laughs> no way, dude. What, do you just oh, count that yeah. as roughage, like lettuce and shit? Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I got ruined early on. My dad was one of those that could eat an apple, and there'd be no parts of the apple afterwards. Wait, what? Oh, he ate the core and everything? Oh, he would just hammer on. I mean, get right to like half a core. Oh, I'm oh. like, holy shit. And then I was like, like, See, I can remember being a kid and I was having like cocktail shrimp and I went up and I was eating it. And I'm like, man, why is this tail? Like, am I supposed to eat the tail? And then my mom was like, no, you don't <laughs> eat that. You eat everything else. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> just never Not told Tyler. You, that. <laughs> you just don't waste time. Like a walnut, you have to crack. Like my teeth aren't <laughs> oh, that strong. That's good. <laughs> my teeth aren't that strong. But like when it comes to... 
I'm not going to chomp through pistachio, but I'm going to eat the tail on a shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the shell, and the outer shell. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I never really get shrimp that has the shell. It's already peeled for me, so I guess I don't peel it myself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Big time over here. <laughs> My butler peels it for me. Before I <laughs> so what about crawfish then? Do you eat crawfish? Uh, yeah, and I pull. I mean, I don't eat through that. Okay, that I mean, that's a those mini- are hard as shit. No, I pull that. Okay, I suck the ass out proper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, ladies? He's still single. <laughs> Not for long. That's all crawfish is. Is you're just eating the ass out of them. Yeah. Yeah, the tail and suck the heads out. Yeah, yeah. I love them though, but yeah. but I haven't had them fresh. Have you had them fresh? No, I, I just I had to. like. Chinese, Chinese restaurant, restaurant yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we're having not, crawfish are, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the air quotes that was in yes in air quotes uh i've never i will never eat a crawfish at a chinese restaurant you psychos oh, they're good. <laughs> are they yeah i don't know there's you can't where are you getting crawfish around here i don't mm-hmm. eat seafood in the state that i live in so where do you where do they get it from I, well so they probably ship it in so my friend one of my friends from college, he's from Louisiana. And so he's the one that got me started on it. And he said, if you eat, if you see them, if you eat the ones with the tails that are curled, those are okay to eat because that means they were boiled alive. Oh, but if they have straight tails, then they were dead and then they were boiled. Oh, so that way they're a little bit fresher. Ah, that makes sense. So you listeners, you fucking pay attention out there. That's some good advice. That's your crawfish. I did not. I did not know that, and I am from the south. I did not know that. Really? Shit. No, not at all. I'll fucking eat all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you well, down can, there, they were fresh. Yeah, that's true. I've you can cut you can get them around here, and you could eat them if you want to. Right. But any more chemicals and di- the type ditches you find them in. Yeah. You wouldn't want to eat them now. Right. Like most nah. of the times, when you get them, they're in a chemical runoff ditch and stuff like that. <laughs> we were going to do it a couple times and we were just like, eh, because it was just like irrigation coming out of a field and like, eh, no, <laughs> probably not. Yeah, safe probably, to eat. yeah, probably not. I mean, maybe you could be immune from COVID from eating them. You never know. That's true. You never know what's in those ditches. That's kind of uh, our me, Scott and I's uh, speculation on you of why you'll never get COVID is because you hang around the Missouri River. Too much. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, people that hear this are gonna be like, "If I eat crawdads, I won't get COVID." <laughs> okay. Well, they're they're probably not gonna say crawdads. They're probably gonna say craw- crayfish. Well, I see. Yeah, I've yeah. never known as that. I've always known as a crawdad. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. yeah. I've known it as both. Yeah, it it depends on where you're from, but I always heard it as uh, crawfish or crayfish is what we called it. But it's the same damn thing. Yeah. It's a fucking. It's a mud bug is what it is. Yeah, it's it's a creek lobster. That's what it's called. (laughs) They suck to fish with. They'll just nip the end of your fingers the whole time. Oh, really? Like we put them in the same bait bucket as minnows. Oh, shit. So, like, we sane before we go, and then we put minnows, and if we catch crawdads, all in the same bucket. And when you stick your hand in to get a minnow the whole time, you're getting bit Just by the Just bit crawdad. the whole time? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that uh, that makes me think when I was a kid, I was probably, like, 12. We went to a creek, and I found a bunch in the creek, so I put them in a bucket, and I brought them home, and I put them in my fish tank, you know, being a kid, dumb, not knowing what they were going to do, and they ate all my fucking fish. <laughs> so, so then I didn't have a fish tank anymore. I had a fish, yeah. I had a tank of crayfish, and that was it. I was like, what the fuck? This is stupid. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. So poor uh, fish. <laughs> oh, they ate every fish in there too. I mean, like I came in one day and you know the the sucker fish, the uh, what are they? Placostomus is what they're called. They like was, clean the tank or yeah, whatever. It was yeah. swimming around and this motherfucker was on his back, like chewing on him as he's trying to get away. Oh, I'm like, oh no. That's brutal. <laughs> this, this was a bad idea. <laughs> My parents were really mad because there was a lot of fish in that tank. I said, there's probably <laughs> some know. money in there too. Yeah, a little the cost bit. Of those fish. <laughs> a little bit. I, I then uh, got rid of them and we replaced all the fish and uh, we went on vacation. I was like, oh, they're going to get cold while we're gone. So I turned the heater up on the tank. And we were down at the beach for like a week maybe, and we came back and the whole house reeked like rotten fish. And it's because I had boiled them alive in my fish tank, you and that them. smell oh, had just boiled through the house for a week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yummy. Yeah, it was. the water was like a cloudy, milky color, and oh. that whole tank went. It was gone. Oh. There, was, there was no saving any of that, and I never had fish after that. <laughs> That was that was my uh, good choice. My foray into fish and not having it again. <laughs> well, at least you learned twice what not to do. Yeah, tw- it, yeah, it took twice <laughs> for me to decide to never own a fish tank again. <laughs> so uh, you being single, can we uh, make a dating profile for you, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, I guess I forgot that you did tell me that before. Uh, so yeah. what type of girls are you into? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. Well, let's just say when a match pops up as Council Bluffs for hometown, like, there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a requirement? No. Okay. But, like, when I, that's one of the trigger points. I'm like, oh, Council Bluffs, yeah. You're like, I can, do, I can get with this. This is worth my swipe. Because you only get so many right swipes in a day. What? Yeah, so yeah. like you don't you don't waste them on hot chicks that you know aren't going to match with you. Is that so like you a have new to just, thing? You have to look for triggers. I feel like my buddy did it, and he was just nonstop. He's just swipe everyone. Well, right? like you all can day pay long. for more. You can more. pay for unlimited oh, swipes. I don't those, know how it works. I'm those are the guys who bet the odds, and they just fucking swipe on everybody and hope that something pans out. And that has got me into bad situations <laughs> <laughs> because you match with somebody you know, and you did not want to match with, and then you're like, ah, uh, oh, because you're not even really reading them. You're just going like that the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I've I've had a situation where I was going, and this was a comic. <laughs> I was going all rights, and I matched with a comic in Des Moines, oh. and I was like, I didn't. She was cool. I was, right, right, right. Yeah. But she started messaging me. Don't mix it. Yeah. She started messaging me, and then I just didn't know what to do, so I deleted Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> New profile it is. And then I totally got a bunch of shit talked about me on stage. <laughs> the open mic I wasn't at, she just railed on how I was a piece of shit online. <laughs> you gave her a whole bunch of content. Yeah. That's awesome. Just helping her build her set list. <laughs> Let's get into uh, some funny boat stories now, now that we have uh, Vinny back. Um, Ty Walsh, you can ask him any questions, too, if you have any for for Vinny. Um, I know you weren't here the first time he was on, but uh, last time you were on, we went heavy into uh, Medicine Hat. That was a great episode, and I know you might have some more stories about him, but um, you said you got stories about everything, and I guess... Today, let's hear more uh, comedian stories of, of other comedians or crazy stuff that happened or cool stories, I guess, that you can think of. I know you said you've been thinking about it, so I guess anything that you want to share with us. And okay. I can gear it towards the comedians because, like I said, I was thinking about it. And I've got comedian stories. I've got staff story, old staff stories. I've got customer stories. So there's 
there's there's a few of them and as i've listened to other people on the podcast i've realized i've forgotten so many stories like oh yeah i was there for that right. oh yeah th- i remember that that was some crazy shit and yeah yeah so i'm like oh okay so there's 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 quite a few up in there that's need to be pulled out that's awesome uh what's what's the one as you were thinking about it i guess I guess it could be about comics or anything, uh, or staff or whoever. What's the one that st- stuck out most to you? I guess since you said you were thinking about them as you were hearing other people. Um, well, there's a couple of crazy stories that always pop in my mind, and they were during the Untamed Shrew shows. I don't uh-huh. know if you guys worked I, the Untamed Shrews. I didn't work an Untamed Shrew show, but I came to one. Yeah. <laughs> I love those ladies. Uh, I only got to work a few before they like retired, but, and I, th- I think it was two or three and they're, they were the fucking best. Their shows were the best. They're the best. They're super nice. I mean, they're, they're just as quick as they are on stage with each other and their stage presence. They are off stage too. So when you're talking to them, you can't say anything without them twisting it into something dirty or perverted or sexual. I mean, even if you didn't intend it, they, they were on it every time yeah i took one picture with them ever and in the picture it looks like one's grabbing my dick and the other one is grabbing my fucking my nipples at the time in the picture it's, <laughs> yeah. and that that's what they do yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't just for show that, no that's that was what the they ladies do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i can remember the show that i came to the the tables that were up against a stage uh i forget which one of it one of them it was but one of them walked up and threw her skirt up over this guy's head Susan. and said do you hear the yeah. ocean or something like yeah. that i just i lost uh, it i mean she, i remember them being super funny she would say do you hear the ocean and then she'd go can you smell the ocean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I knew her uh more than um uh, the uh, why is her name fucking Marge? Marge, Marge, yeah. Yeah. Marge. Susan. I knew Susan Smith Moore, and Marge Takis because Susan was working at the Funny Bone a little bit more, like behind the scenes, helping wash dishes, and she was around here a lot when I first started, uh, not doing shows or whatever. And then she moved away. Is kind of why they she had to do some stuff with her family. I, yep. I don't really recall, but she they retired and she moved away. But I I got to know her pretty well just from being around here when I first started, and I didn't know Marge very well. Okay, yeah, that was that was fun when Sue was living yeah, in Omaha for yes, a while. Yes. She, she was sad to leave. Yeah. I was we were sad to see her go, man. She's the they're they're the best. I was sad to see them have their last show. That's mm-hmm. why I took a pic. I don't I don't usually take pictures. There's at the beginning, you know, it was kind of it was cool, you know. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's awesome to take pictures, but now I'm more jaded to where like Right. I'm not like really, you know, I'll take a picture, you know, say Rob Schneider comes in, you know, that's a pretty, that's someone I grew up watching. I'll take a picture, but I don't usually, but because it was their last night, I was like, I got to get a picture. And then that's when they right. fucking molested it, you. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Well, and Susan sewed all those curtains back there. Oh, she did. Oh, the yeah. curtains up on stage. Yeah. That's awesome. When Colleen wanted to get rid of cover up the pole and, and you know, when we didn't need the, the space anymore because we weren't doing medicine hat shows. So Colleen is like, well, let's put a curtain up because then if we ever decide we want to change the curtain, it's super easy instead of, you know, repainting or wallpaper or right. something like that. Yeah. And so Susan, you know, she would make costumes and for Renaissance festivals. She was huge into the Renaissance festivals. And uh, so she's like, yeah, I can sew those for you. And she sewed those up for us. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I did not know that. But so uh, <laughs> to the crazy stories, like I said, always comes out of them. One, there was these customers that came in and they were sketchy looking. And so we had kind of kept an eye on them throughout the whole show. And they were kind of sitting down in this second tier, which is you know right near the stage. And 
it was during Marge's set and she didn't put up with any bullshit. If you pulled your phone out, like if, if she would call you out in the middle of her set and she's like, oh, they always wonder how, how I can see them. Well, I know you don't have a blue glowing pussy, so <laughs> I can tell you have your fucking phone out. <clears throat> and so, uh, so there's some guy over there and they were kind of talking. I think it was three of them. And they kept interrupting or something and Marge was going at him. So eventually we had to kick him out. So we kick them all out and then they continue with the show. We finish it up and then the house lights come up and we go to start cleaning. We're like, what the hell is that? We looked at their table and all over their table, it looked like they had dumped out a bag of mushrooms. And all the staff was like, what are you going to do with them? We're like, well, I'm not going to give them to you. <laughs> that <laughs> and, does sound like our staff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, and did you see that person? I don't think you'd want to buy mushrooms from him anyway. Right, right. I mean, I would not trust And, that. I mean, I'm sure they look like mushrooms, but if, anytime you're finding drugs, man, you probably don't, you don't know fucking what's oh, yeah. in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know. You don't want to just take something that you find in a comedy club. Yeah. <laughs> probably not a good idea. Yeah. So then we, you know, we're like, uh, so then, you know, so then we scraped them all up and, and Daisy's like, what do I do with these? And she's like, I guess I'm just going to, you know, throw them all away. And, and, uh, so yeah, there were some unhappy staff members that she had to throw that away, but I was just like, who comes to a show and then, okay, if you're going to do your mushrooms, fine, whatever, but do them before you come, do them before you come, (laughs) don't bring them with you and leave them on the table. Or if you're going to leave, take, you're getting kicked out, grab your mushrooms, take them with you. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm pro- I'm pretty sure they were probably mad when they realized that they lost their mushrooms. <laughs> I'm sure they were. <laughs> Don't all mushrooms come from underneath shit? Yeah. So is yeah, there yes. really bad mushrooms? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're all poop shrooms. What? <laughs> Eat them off the table. Who cares? Yeah, these weren't the culinary kind, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then the other story, and I, I'm I believe everything is settled. So, but I'll still kind of keep a a conscious mind of it, but uh, we had an issue uh, right down again, second tier, uh, second row, another untamed shoe show. There was a, a, a blind guy sitting in the front row with, or second row with his wife. And uh, again, <clears throat> it's always during Marge's set. They always want to be indignant during her or think they can talk out and get, she doesn't put up with any crap. So then she had told him to shut up and, and he, he just wouldn't and he was causing problems. So then I come over and I was like, okay, you need to stop talking out. And so then he's like, oh, well, and his wife's like, well, he's blind. I'm like, well, that's fine. You still need to keep quiet. And so then I stepped away and then I got to the side of the corner of the room and then they started talking out again. So I went over, and I was like, all right, this is your last warning. And I took two steps away and then he spoke out again. So I was like, all right, it's time for you to go. So I turned around. I was like, all right, come on, you guys need to go. And so then, so then I go to pick, get him to go up or help him up. And he takes his arms and he starts swinging them around and knocks over a glass of water and knocks everything over on the table while the show's going on. <laughs> so then I look up for another door guy and I didn't see one. But we had, uh, at this time, uh, Village Point had off-duty officers that would come out and work security. And so I looked up and he was, there was one right there. He's like, do you want some help? And I'm like, yeah. So then he's like, okay. So then he comes over and he's like, he's like, I'm with the, I'm with the Omaha police department. I need you to get up and you know, they're asking you to leave. And so then he's like, I'm not going anywhere. And, and he's like, no, you need to leave. So then the guy starts. So then he's like, okay, well we try to stand him up. <clears throat> the guy throws himself around, falls to the ground, breaks his walking stick 
And his wife is standing there going, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and so then the cop is there trying to get him. We're wrestling with each other on the floor. He's, he's, like, he's like, stop resisting. I'm Omaha police. You need to calm down. And so then he's on his knees and, and he gets his arm back and he, and I'm, and I'm, people are standing up around and I'm trying to, I'm telling them to stay back, but they're like, well, I'm just getting out of the way. Mind you, this is all going on with the show. The show's going on. Still going yeah. on. Marge yes. is still on stage. <laughs> and so then the cop gives me his arm and goes, here, hold this. So then I hold his one arm. He gets the other arm out, finally get the handcuffs on him, get yeah. him stood up. Isn't he on the ground? Like right, on the ground, right here right in front of the stage. stage. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> In the dark, while the show's still going on, get him up, start walking him out. Then he starts trying to throw himself at stuff. Like I'm holding him from behind and he threw himself up against the, the corner of the door and he smashed my hand because I could feel him just trying to throw himself around to try and hurt himself. That's a classic five-year-old move. Right oh, it there. totally <laughs> is. Get him out into the bar. Then at this point, the two security guards, of the, you know, the, the rental company yeah. guys show up and uh, they're super helpful. Uh, but so then I come back in. <clears throat> Doofy and his brother. Yeah, pretty much. Doofy and Barney Fife. And so I come back into the showroom because the, the shoe show is Susan would go up, then Marge would go up, then they, then Susan would go back up. So then I had to get Susan back up. And then as I go back out there, the, so the, he's sitting in a chair. The cops are yelling at him, or he's yelling at all the cops, and his wife's standing there going, I don't know what's going on. Why are you guys doing this? What's happening? Why is That's all she would say. It's like, what is wrong with you? Right. And so then the, as I come around the corner, I hear a tussle, and I see a, a Fitbit go flying. I'm like, what the hell? So the guy was sitting in a high-top chair, threw himself down to the ground. One of the security guards, lost his watch broke, and went flying and then i hear the security guard go he's biting me he's biting me oh, he bit him in the thigh by his nutsack oh shit yeah he just latched on yeah he did he just <laughs> right there and so then then the cops showed up and then the the off-duty officer was able to you know get him up and then the two is two or three officers they showed up and then they were talking to him trying to figure out what's going on and then they had taken him away and i'm just like man and i think it was Back to back times when the shrews were here. I think the first time was the mushrooms, and the second time was this guy. <laughs> blind yeah. dudes, I, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and he kept saying he's blind. And we're like, you're not acting because you're blind. You're acting because you're an asshole. Right. It doesn't well, matter if you can. If well, you're blind, you can't hear, you're just an asshole. Probably, you know, if you're, I'm not blind, so there might be some panic going with not seeing anything. But like, I, I, I was out of town when this happened. This is early on in my career at the Funny Bone. And I wish I would have been here because I might have kicked him a couple of times while he was on the ground because I, that shit's bullshit <laughs> that he did this. And when I'm in Arizona, I knew something was going on because I, I went onto Facebook and one of the other employees had posted a picture. And all you could see was like a crowd, a guy on the ground, some guy like kind of on top of him and then Vinny looking like kind of not uh, beleaguered, I guess is the best. Like you were just kind of like some shit just went down. Like yeah. you look like oh like fuck man <laughs> and and i'm on there and there's no like really caption or anything it's just posted in our in our group on facebook for the funny bone and i'm so i'm down there just like what the fuck man what happened <laughs> like there's a huge brawl i wasn't even there and then after that for i pretty much every time that something super crazy like that goes down here i'm off so if i'm ever off you guys fucking be ready <laughs> <laughs> i can see you standing over that guy you don't know the darkness <laughs> i'm coming <laughs> there well, was there was 
was one time there was a guy uh, that was sitting right behind where Vinny is, right next to the stage at 106, and he was an old guy, and he was being loud, and it was the, fir- it was w- the first or second time, and Jason Ingram wanted me, like, me to kick him out. It was time to kick him out. I don't think I'd ever kicked him out. I was a new door guy. Like, you need to go kick this guy out. So I was like, cool, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I went down there. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, you got to leave. And it's right by the stage. So, like, the comic, uh, I forget who it was, is trying to, like, not pay attention to this going on. But then everyone starts clapping because I'm making him leave because he's being an asshole. Then he's ch- he's ch- he starts chugging his beer, and I just grabbed it out of his hand and set it down. I was like, we got to leave now. So then he's super pissed. <laughs> and we go out there, and he's, like, stumbling, and, and he can't sign his bill. Like, his wife has to do it. And then he's, like, he comes close to me, and he's like, next time you see me come down this hall, and he is pointing out by the bar, it'll be me and my friend. And I fucking went right up to him and whispered in the ear, and I was like, I will fucking kill you, mister. And he fucking just kind of slid straight and he fucking just left. <laughs> and then I realized, you know, you can't really say that to people. <laughs> it's a good thing he was probably too hammered to oh, remember. He was so hammered. Yeah. But like, he didn't talk shit to me anymore. Oh, of course. Yeah, I not. think I might have asked him first if he was threatening me, and then I told him that I would kill him. But I whispered it so no one else could hear. And then my other, I guess, funny story is about kicking people out is I didn't even kick people out. Usually uh, other people kick them out. I don't know why this is just like the same thing with me not being here. I usually get to tell them to be quiet a couple times, but then they do it when I'm not around and they get kicked out. So I'm usually just kind of hanging around wherever the shit's going on because when people get kicked out of the funny bone, if you're listening and never been here, it's usually because they're pretty hammered and they're being an asshole and they don't know how loud they're being. And so they carry on a scene out in the bar after they're being kicked out because they're pissed because they paid and all this shit. But uh, so this guy, when he came in, we were seeing him, he went behind the bar. He was a younger kid. And so he was already like being watched. He was in trouble because he was trying to be like funny guy. And he got kicked out with his girlfriend. I believe, I want to say it was for Joey Diaz or someone like that because he was, he was like talking about how he loved their podcast. And it, it, it could have been Ari too. It was someone like that. And uh he got kicked out and he's sitting at the bar and he's yelling at people and he's calling Daisy a cunt and telling everyone else a cunt. And then it was like the scene from half bay. Cause I'm just sitting there like, like the look Ty Walsh has on his face, my arms <laughs> crossed right now with a straight face look. And he's going around and he's like, fuck you guys. Fuck you. And he's like, this guy knows what I'm talking about. You're cool. Right at me. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? Dude? I'm like, no dude, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. He pulled and, a half baked on you. And everyone just kind of started laughing when that shit happened. And then he kicked him out. And then I think he fucking, uh, he threw like a mozzarella stick off a tray that Joe Ingram was carrying. <laughs> on the floor like as he was walking out and joe got sad because he made those mozzarella sticks so. <laughs> sorry to interrupt you with uh, those stories no but yeah, no I those fucking, are, yeah I, I remember that one i, I just would, remember those right now <laughs> well and i was gonna say usually like whenever you get a new guy whenever the first time they go to kick someone out they tend to not make the best decisions because right, exactly. you don't, you've never done it before. You don't know what you're doing. And, and you know, you just, some of it's just natural reaction and yeah. Yeah. We, it, it's not easy walking up. I mean, we try to give everybody a, a bunch of chances. I oh, mean, yeah. we're, we, and we try to send different people over. So it's not like you're trying to instigate and they don't feel like they're being picked on by one person. And, and we really do try to be nice about it. But, man, there are some people where it's hard to be nice. Oh, <laughs> and your instincts take over. When you go over to somebody, you're like, hey, I need you to be quiet. And they're like, fuck you. It's like, fuck me. No, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. And you can't do that. And it's really hard to separate that sometimes. Well, I feel like yeah. a lot of people come here not 
aware of the fact that this is like this is more like a play going to a play than a fucking bar you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. they don't realize like they don't understand that because it is comedy so it is like fun and laughter and all that so they think it's like you can do whatever the fuck you want because i've had a table like over in the in the 100s up by the stage that literally the table was turned and they had their backs like to the fucking stage and were just like talking like they were at the bar while they were at their table. And I had to be like, dude, you have to fucking, like you don't have to watch the show. You can stay turned around, but you can't fucking talk anymore. Yeah. And they were like confused by that. And the other thing I like when we kick people out is you guys hate fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> My favorite is we were just laughing. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause people always get kicked out of the funny bone every night for laughing. Yeah. Well, that's, a f that's funny you bring that up because the other night, one of the servers, and this has happened a few times, someone was laughing loud, so the people in the next tier down were complaining, and the server came back and said something to us, and I'm like, they're la like, I can't, I can't fucking go say something, yeah. and that brought up the example for me to tell them, I, I don't know if you worked, but there was a girl that came here, and it was early on in my career here, and she laughed like a goddamn, like, I, like it was very distracting. I can't even imitate it. And all three comics that were on stage that night stopped their show to address because it was so weird. And they were like, are you faking it? And uh, one of the servers here was coming back getting real pissed. Like, you got to kick her out. I'm like, dude, I literally am not going to kick her out because that's how she laughs. It sucks, like, real bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, and she's never been back here again because she probably got shamed all night by the comics and everyone. Right. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. But that's literally how she laughed. And it's like, we can't. Like if you're la like that's why it's funny when people are like we were just laughing because it's like no like I've literally had the situation where someone is laughing too loud <laughs> it's like that's how they express joy like what am I supposed to fucking do you know yeah well and we both laugh loud too I mean we all laugh right. loud yeah, I, I, I definitely do yeah <laughs> I'm a one boom laugh like a <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah yeah, yeah. And it's like you know we have no right to kick anybody out for whatever kind of laugh they have exactly, i mean exactly. and we wouldn't do that any damn way right right and i was watching i was thinking about this last night cuz there was a group over here at the table and they were having the best yes, time and that's who they were talking about and, i believe but they weren't they they were having the most pure fun drunk time that you yeah. should have a comedy show they were a little talky like to continue on you're like oh he said you know this oh, or he said yes, dick or whatever yes. But it what it didn't go too far. It was a little bit too much, but right. you're right. Fairly harmless. But right. I was like, man, isn't it so but they did not once yell out at the performer. No. Right. And I was like, Oh, this is a group that's just <clears throat> having the best time and being as respectable as they can in the moment. Right. And oh, this is pure. As <laughs> drunk as they are. One of them's not going to turn and yell at the comic, you right. know, like, oh, your mom's a whore. Right, right. right. <laughs> 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 That's yeah. always my favorite when you go up to somebody and you're like, well, I mean, I'm just helping out. Like, no, <laughs> the, the comedians don't need your help when they're up on stage. Yeah, if they're going to call on somebody, they'll call on somebody. They'll talk to somebody, you know, but they don't need you to fucking add to their routine. They got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the difficult thing is when someone starts yelling out or whatever, and then, or I guess it could start a different way. 
where they ask a question either when someone starts yelling out then they'll start asking questions of the crowd or they ask questions first and that person answers but they're too hammered the person they ask and so they keep going and it's a real like it's a fine it's a fine line where we have to kind of be like well they're in he got them involved in the show you know you kind of have to read the comedian's reaction to the extra shit they're saying because some guys handle it like a chris porter or people like that they fucking can handle a heckler like it's they don't even give a fuck everyone could heckle they'll fucking handle that shit there's some dudes that it either makes them nervous or it throws them off so much which is totally understandable they're like no one fucking says shit in this room you know they're re- they're very like strict no phones no nothing that shit will distract them like and we have to be on our game that night because if that shit happens they'll get pissed and it will like ruin their show in their eyes you know right and i've had several comics that are like I don't want anybody talking out and there's been, I've had to stand in the room and down in the corner at the whole show. And so that way they were at moment, as soon as somebody started talking out, they would, or they would go like, Vinny, get this person out of here. So then I come on, let's go. And then they're looking at me like, what did I do? I'm like, oh, they no, said, you got to leave. Yeah. You got to go. You were talking enough to bother them and they didn't want to deal with your bullshit tonight. Uh, one thing I did, this is more indie scene, but like I, there's so many times where, the comic, especially younger comics, don't discern like who's just having a good time and like appreciating them. And you know, they'll laugh out and do like a talk with them. They'll be like, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and that person was legitimately like loving was ha- them. Yeah, they was just, having a good time. They just didn't know how to act at a comedy show. <laughs> I, and like, I did and like then that set. comic's just like, No, go to hell. <laughs> Quit talking. And they're they're just keep being like, I love you. <laughs> it's essentially what they're saying. Then they know they're like, What? I but I like this person so much. And he's telling me to fuck off <laughs> i've seen that here before it's it's yeah it they're 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 just like i i loved what you just said i'm, I'm confused now because i was just laughing my ass off what you said but now i'm pissed off at you yeah because you're yelling at me how do i feel <laughs> i mean it's it's kind of related you talked about it before but like the whole bobby lee out in the fucking bar area when the dude came up and was all excited yeah, yeah. to meet him and he was like what you want to go to karate yeah, in my yeah. garage <laughs> or whatever like that that whole mindset just makes me laugh and it kind of relates to that too where you know they don't know how to act they don't know what they're they're excited they're having fun. They're drunk. They might not even be drunk. They might just yeah. be having fun, and they don't know how to interact. And then when they do, it's not the right interaction. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I've dealt with so many weird situations like that because I come from super rural bumpkin ass Iowa, and people that will come to like they'll find out I'm going to be all oh, at the Des Moines Funny Bone or here, and I'll get them comps. And they just don't know how to act in a place where there's not bush light and they hand you a spit right, cup right, at the deal. Right, <laughs> Like, they just don't. Yep. Right. Like, I'll be in the show and be like, oh, God damn it. Because they're just talking out loud with the per Like, it's a, they think they're at a rodeo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <"No>, gone. <laughs> That's just, a good one. I've had several times, and I'm like, oh, they're with me. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got to be careful who you, who you give comps to or who you say, hey, yeah, come on out. Because when they act up like that and then you're like oh that's on me and then colleen goes this is who you brought out like "Uh, sorry (laughs) (laughs) well and i've been here before on stage and had and they didn't know i was going to be here but i knew them from lots of years of they they come to see cable guy Mm -hmm. and i had no clue they were going to be here and they're sitting over here and all i can hear during my set i'm talking about small town shit and i can just hear this lady yelling Day in Iowa. 
they and I'm like, oh, they know too much. I'm like, who the fuck is out here? Like, and they're just yelling that through my whole deal. And I text my buddy. I'm like, who the fuck is from Dayton that would be here? And we're going back. It ended up being his parents' best friends that we had met once staying with them at a roadie on Western Nebraska. And they happened to come to Cable Guy. And then they just screamed the trashiest town in all of Iowa <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. Which I've done a lot of trashy shit in. So I'm like, who the fuck is out here? <laughs> and then afterwards they came out like, oh, it all makes sense now. Well, and then they talked to you after the show too? Oh, yeah. They come yeah. up. And then I, w- I didn't have any hard feelings towards that. And she's like... Day and we know when you got up there. I was just like, God, he knows Dayton. I'm like, oh Christ, because <laughs> I saw them talking to you and I kept watching and I was trying to read your body language. Like, do I need to go up there and say <laughs> something? Do I need to go do something? And then you kind of looked like you were okay with talking to them, so I just kind of kept an eye on it. But I'm just like, <laughs> I, I think we're cool. <laughs> Is I guess I I forget uh, the first time you were on we asked you questions. Ty, was this the first funny bone you performed at, or did you do Des Moines like uh, clashes at Des Moines or anything first? I had I had done one clash at Des Moines, and then I'd I won that, so I'd hosted there once oh, nice. before and done a guest set. So I'd been oh, up cool. like three times at Des Moines at the Des Moines Funny Bone, but this was the one that I first got to do consistent time. At. Gotcha. That's awesome. I guess I did. I didn't even put that together when I knew you were from around there that uh, that you would have done the Des Moines Funny Bone also, which I've never been to, but I Me heard either. it's a pretty pretty awesome room there. Yeah, that's and it's not that it's not like it's far far away. I mean, it's what like a two and a half three <laughs> yeah, hour drive. Not, yeah, maybe. you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. when like Bill Blank comes here. Those guys because yes. like Bill Blank got me my first guest set. Oh, in Des Moines. awesome! Awesome. Nice. Or like people like that, and then I'm like when they're over here, I'm like, oh, you know. Because I started in Des Moines, but we had to drive to Des Moines, had a couple places, and then we drove. And I was already driving an hour and a half in Des Moines to right. do time. But then we would go to Cedar Rapids and go to – when you're over in Des Moines, you drive a couple, three hours all the time. So I kind of had two or three comedy scenes that I was real familiar with before I came to Omaha. That's awesome. So it's nice to know kind of those Midwest people that come through and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've always questioned, why have I never been to the Des Moines Funny Bone? But it's because usually when we get someone, either they have just recently been in Des Moines mm-hmm. or they hit Des Moines and then they hit us. So I'm like, so if I go see somebody there, I either just saw them or I'm going to see them. Yeah, mm-hmm. the next weekend that you work. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Ohio clubs are the ones and maybe Virginia Beach that have a little different lineup than we have, but mm-hmm. Des Moines pretty close to similar. Every once in a while they might get someone or we might have someone that doesn't stop through there, but because we're so close, I feel like you're right. that It's just a, you either hit Des Moines then Omaha or Omaha then Des Moines on your way through and then go, you know, or you this weekend, Omaha next weekend, Des Moines, you know, stuff like that. So, right. And it's supposed to be laid out like this one because our club here was the first one that they did in this style with the tiers and the kind of the theater setup and everything. Right. And so they came in and did our club and they're like, okay, cool. We, we'd like some things. We don't like some things. Then they went to Des Moines and then they made Des Moines even better because they didn't do the things they didn't like here. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. And it's then they've very never, similar. It is. And then they, or that's what I've heard. And then they, then they've never came back around to fix the things around here that, uh, 
yeah. <laughs> you know, to correct the things that, oh, hey, we should probably do that. Well, I don't know which, maybe Akron. They have like an upper fucking balcony there. Someone was showing me pictures from, I think it's the Akron Funny Bone. It's super fucking crazy looking, like, I, like a different, it's crazy because you've been here so long and I don't see pictures of the other Funny Bones. I just, you think, you know, they're all the same, but they're right. not, they're all they're different. Not, they're yeah. all different. <clears throat> I was supposed to go to Des Moines uh, in April, I think is when it was, because, uh, Christina Pajitsky was doing shows there, but she wasn't doing any here. And so uh, I talked to Colleen. I'm like, I'm going to take that weekend off. I'm going to go out there. I want to see her show. And, uh, you know, that was what, like February maybe? And then by March, <laughs> you know, <laughs> never mind. That's not happening now. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> the, the first time I did Des Moines, I was all pumped up. Like, I'm doing, you know, it's my first set at a club. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm so, I'm going to be. Yeah, that I was smoking a lot of weed back then, so I was like, I'm not gonna smoke the whole day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna be a just a good dude. And then I went in the club and I put a chew in my mouth when I went in. And this never happens to me. I I'm a gross person. I I can get a chew. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the club. I'm ten minutes from doing my set, and my drink just hit me just wrong in the belly. And I literally had to go out by the parking garage outside Des Moines. I just ralphed <laughs> a full five because I swallowed a dip. <laughs> and, then, and then I walked in and had, I'm like, Christ, I look just more fucked up than I've ever been. Oh, in you're my probably life. super pale and shit. Yeah. <laughs> just to do a set. And somebody afterwards was like, where, are you drunk or are you high? I'm like, no, I swallowed a dip. I, swallowed, <laughs> I had too much Copenhagen went into my belly. <laughs> and I'm out here. I'm sorry. I'm not ready for the city. <laughs> <laughs> the big leagues are tough. <laughs> That's fucking great. That's great. <laughs> I'm not ready for the city. <laughs> Uh, you were telling us a story earlier, Tyler, about how you put gasoline on your shoes to impress a lady. <laughs> yeah, it was not to impress a lady. It just, it, it just, I, I heard it the just story wrong. Yeah. Didn't, it Clarify. just didn't impress the lady. <laughs> she, the, the one I was into, her and her sister showed up. And I this, this is my only love, probably. This is my first love. And I... Before we dated for a year and a half, I poured gas on my shoes because me and my buddies were like, when you jump over this bonfire, the flames are just going to touch your shoes and your shoes will light up and we'll get an awesome Snapchat. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, we will. <laughs> and then I did it and nothing happened. Like I missed the fire. So then I just dunked a shoe in and shit got wild <laughs> and then i was both on fire on the ground and i i burnt the skin off of both my shins and then a couple of days later i went to the river and infected them and had to go to the hospital and it was a whole deal yeah and then she dated then i lived with her after that for a while so it, so she so was in the younger years. So it did impress her. I, I guess. It just took I, a while to set in. She just had a big heart. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to take care of this guy. Look at the decisions he's making. She <laughs> was a small town girl, and she just knew she was going to deal with some small town shit. If I don't take care of him, he's going to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky those sneakers didn't fucking melt to your feet forever, dude. Uh, I know. Oh, it's, no shit. It's sad because, like, like I said, I think she's my one love. Like, my only, right. so, but I'm I'm long over it. But during the pandemic, 
I, you just randomly think about old loves. <laughs> and I've thought about her. <laughs> I'm going to fucking cry back here. I'm not even kidding. I've, got, I've thought about her a lot. And then I think to that story. I'm like, Jesus, I didn't deserve any of that. <laughs> I should not be having these. I should have never been given a chance to be sad during the pandemic because I was that big of a douchebag. <laughs> 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 oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! Pandemic makes everyone count their blessings. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> There's other your uh, your real true loves out there. It wasn't her, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your starter tester love. Oh. <laughs> She's just a Rivertown girl, and I like those. <laughs> you never know what the future holds. Maybe you'll hook back up again yeah, in 10 years. True. Yeah, That's true. You'll be uh, reading a book somewhere, and she'll come sit next to you and have that uh, uh, beef jerky wrapper as a bookmark for you, and you'll be set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you'll have a hell of a story to tell your kids. How I met your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S- salted meat snacks. <laughs> and flaming shoes. <laughs> oh, so you got any uh, other uh, crazy stories you can think of, Vinny, <clears throat> comic-wise, or like things that happened during shows? Um, so there was one story that Daisy started to tell, and, it, and then she told another story. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that one, too. Uh, <laughs> and it had to do when she was talking about the... Uh, not funny topic, but the domestic violence in here. So, uh, <laughs> oh, not funny, Davis. Not. <laughs> but this story is funny. This one is funny. <clears throat> so, Augie Smith, uh, hilarious comic, and he was up on stage, and he always before he'd sell his merch. You know, everyone has their own clever way of selling their merch or setting it up. And he said, you know, I've got the CD for sale after the show. It, you know, I'll be out there. They're, they're 20 bucks. Uh, and the proceeds for this goes to help uh, stop domestic violence. Because I came into town a couple of days early and I went over to the casino and I lost a shit ton of money. And if I go home and tell my wife that, she's going to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> so, you know, and it always get a laugh. <laughs> well, that, it hap- that happened in a, during a, he. It was the first show, and he did that. And so as we're seating the second show, there's a message that pops up on the voicemail at the Funny Bone. And so Colleen goes and listens to it, and somebody was at the first show, and she's like, you can't be, your comics can't be talking about domestic violence. It's not funny. That happened to me, and blah, 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 and all this on and on. And then we're like, the domestic violence is against him. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get his ass beat by his wife. What? And so then we're, we get the show, we get the room seated, and then we, Colleen brings Augie in and plays it. And he's like, oh, that's great. And he's like, is there any way I can get that? And Colleen's like, I don't have any. I was like, well, I'll record it with my phone. So I recorded it with my phone, sent it to Augie in an email, and then when he, and he went and did that bit. And he goes, now, I'm sorry if what I just said offended some people, because apparently I'm a controversial comic. And then he pulled out his phone and played the voicemail of oh, that girl calling no. up and oh, complaining. Oh, that's the fucking best. The I mean, it was a full room, too. And, and they all heard it. And they all just started laughing. And I was like, oh, man, that was that was hilarious. That is so funny. Yeah. I wish I would have seen. Augie is fucking awesome. Oh. I wish I would have seen that shit. Colleen, that's hilarious. Colleen says he's the poor man's Louis Black. You're right. If you don't, you don't I've never spend, heard her say that. But you know, yeah, $75 right. to go you're see right. Louis Black, come see Augie Smith. You he's, are correct. That is, I've... 
now that you say that, I've never th- had that thought, but and I've never heard her say that, but you, I could see it for sure. Colleen has all kinds of great, you know, descriptions and nicknames and things for different comics, and then you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, huh? She's been at it a long time, and she's yeah. very. De- I I watched her. It was just fascinating to me. Sit back here during Pete's set. Uh, Pete's a favorite here. He always comes here. I'm sure he asked for notes too, but she fucking was taking notes because he's he has a special coming out. So he was doing some new shit, I think too, and uh, some of special shit. And I think it was Friday night. She was out here taking notes, man, and it was just interesting, like watching her. And I'm like, I'm such a curious person. I'm like, I want to know what like what's going on in her mind, like what she's writing down and everything, like what she's seeing here, because obviously all of us, you've been doing it longer. Like the longer that you're here, you start to see more stuff. Like I recognize more things as far as standup goes, just learning the art of it, watching it from being here for so long as when I came here, I just knew what I knew from TV and all that shit. And so it's just, it was, it's cool to me to watch her operate in here sometimes because she has been doing it so long and she is so good at, you know, connecting people and having the right lineups and all that shit up there that, it, that she knows comedy, man. Yeah. And that's why, you know, people are always like, Oh, that's a great show. That's a great lineup. I was like, well, yeah, cause Colleen can pair certain comics together. You know, she gets, sometimes she'll do opposite styles when she knows it'll work. And sometimes she'll do similar styles and it's, you know, it's, it's a great show. And, and sometimes when she doesn't get the chance to book the feature or she doesn't get to book the headliner or something like that, the shows aren't as good. That's you know, true. That so, is true. And and people are like, oh, it was an okay show. It's like, well, yeah, because Colleen didn't have a hand in booking that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it just goes to show, like we've said before, but she gets mentioned anytime anyone brings up Omaha Funny Bone, you know, you, you know the bigger name comedians uh, when they're on different podcasts or whatever. If somebody mentions the Omaha Funny Bone, it's immediately to her, you know, like somebody's talking about her or did you meet her? Did you talk to her? Like when Bobby Lee was on, uh, I forget what podcast he did, but he was talking about just coming back from doing Omaha. He was TJ Miller. He did a podcast with TJ Miller. Maybe TJ was on his or vice versa, but they got into this huge thing about talking about Colleen and, you know, it's just... Again, it's like a pride thing for me always when you hear the manager of your club being talked about because of how well she does her job. Like, everybody respects her in the industry. Right. It's well, awesome. I, and I don't do too much road stuff. Like, I, I'm just in get my feet getting out a little bit. But when I do, and people ask me what I've done so far, things like that are a comic. And whenever I mention oh, I'm at the club in Omaha, you know, all of them are like Colleen, Colleen. Oh, stick with Colleen. Yeah. <laughs> or like, oh, okay, you're there. Yeah, good. You're you're sitting good. Like, stick with Colleen, man. She's been around. You know, she knows, and you know, just stuff like that. She's highly regarded. And when you, <laughs> when she doesn't like you, it's not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I, I, I remember we. <laughs> It, it, I think it might have been the only one, maybe two other times that it actually happened where Colleen did not like this feature act. She thought she was trashy and she, she just wasn't funny. And then <laughs> she had some merch that she was trying to sell after the show and she was selling like thongs and koozies and all the stuff with whatever saying or whatever she had on. Right. And so Colleen had cut her time back. Normally the feature does 25. So Colleen had cut her time back to 15 and and when colleen saw what she was selling out there she said you can't sell that merch she's like i I, I, it's too trashy i I don't want you to sell that here so she's like 
which is all butthurt. She's like, okay, whatever. So then the next show, it was a two-show night, she went outside, was standing out in front, selling her stuff to people as they were leaving. Oh, shit. Standing out there with her panties and her CDs and whatever, selling to people. We had a new feature the next night. No shit. Yeah. Colleen fired her. Uh, I was like, what happened to the girl? And Colleen's like, I had to fire her. She, She just... She was terrible, and she's just you know. And I was like, "Wow, if Colleen thinks that you're bad and bad enough to fire you, that's saying a lot." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah. She's got a pretty long leash at time, but if you oh, yeah. if there's certain things, if you fucking you know disrespect those rules, you're fucking gone. Yeah, I've only seen. I have seen her throw someone out of the showroom, not a comedian uh, customer, before the show started one time ever, and it was because they were sitting back here. I am in the three hundreds uh, in the way back, and these two people were basically almost fucking back here before the show started, and she kept coming up like three or four times to the podium where I was at, being like just disgusted, being like these, like oh, it's so gross. He's got his tongue down her fucking neck and. Then, then all of a sudden you see her out here escorting him out the side over there while I'm just sitting at the podium. I was like, oh. Yeah, so, she yeah. says she's a love hater, and, she, and she's proud of it. Yeah, she, yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you learned a few things from this podcast about coming to a show is don't yell out and uh, don't be fucking in the crowd. Don't, f- don't finger bang at the funny bone. No. Well, if you do, don't make a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep it under discreet. the table, it's dark. You know, I'm, I know it's happened in here before. It's, it's, there's no way it couldn't happen. Oh, people have come in here. As <laughs> <laughs> I feel, people have definitely come. And I mean, we got new carpet right before the fucking pandemic, so you can't even see the stains anymore. That is yeah. true. <laughs> it's still we beautiful. Got leather benches, so it wipes off my and clean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh there's definitely hjs going on I, oh, yeah. oh for sure in here for sure as many dates come in here that's not all gum stuck under the table <laughs> <laughs> oh i was eating that gum on the tables at my house you might want to stop <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so i got a news story that i want to bring up real quick because it's something that we touched on uh, a while ago but uh, we talked about a bodybuilder who married or who was with a sex doll and uh, they wed after a oh this guy they wed after an eight month courtship, uh, but she unfortunately broke down and is missing the holidays I with him. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. It was so devastating. Wait, this oh, yeah. guy fucking fucked it so hard he broke it. Is that? His- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what. It, I mean, the dude's a bodybuilder. He's a pretty big guy. He's from Kazakhstan, so he's uh, settle he's, down there. He's one of he's one of Borat's guys. <laughs> and uh, after, like it says, after the eight month courtship, she broke. And uh, is being repaired in another city. When she recovers, he said it would be a gift for both of them to be together again. <laughs> well, he's he- been taking her to Pound Town. Oh, oh, yeah. They're married now. He can. <laughs> 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 I can't. This fucking guy. An eighth-month courtship with a fucking robot? He describes himself as a sex maniac. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Self, yeah. Self-described sex maniac. Uh, and he popped the question, and they got married. I didn't know you could marry a sex doll in Kazakhstan, but apparently you can. He's like, it's great. She no talk. <laughs> <laughs> Very <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> if, if there's some place where I didn't think you'd be able to marry a sex doll, be somewhere over there in that Middle Eastern country. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah I have, agree. Yeah. They, they'd have a little bit more strict rules on yeah. who you can and can't marry. 
that's when your buddies ask you, how's the sex? And you're like, oh, she was speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this guy cleans it out every time? Or that's maybe the reason it broke? Because oh. there's just a bunch of cum just up in that roll. Yeah, he just keeps going. He loves it. He loves it all crusty. <laughs> oh, that's, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> well, now you have to. <laughs> oh, I bet it's nasty. I bet it's real fucking nasty. Nah, that's his wife. He takes care of her. Oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe when they were courting, but after they're married, that's, that's true. when things fall apart. <laughs> She part of the reason she broke is he punched her fucking robot eye out because he <laughs> thought she was talking back. Your lips moved a little bit. <laughs> thought she was cheating on him with another guy. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> that doesn't smell like my cum. Oh, oh too far, guys. Yeah, That's yeah. too far, guys. I think with that we're going to cut. Smell? I think we're going to cut Davis's mic. <laughs> I yeah. mean, maybe he's in the cuck stuff. <laughs> Maybe he's like, come over and fuck my dummy tonight, buddy. And I'll sit in the closet and watch. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I wanted to touch on uh, as a little, as a little. Uh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll bring story. up mine real quick if we have a little bit of time because it's pretty weird about the Florida kid. I don't know his name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, I read again, so I guess it was what two or three years ago, maybe longer. That uh, back in 2016. That's the that, first time he did it, right? Yeah, that's the first time he did it. So this guy was 18 in Florida, and he basically just opened his own uh, medical practice and posed as a doctor. I think he was a, a doing it like kind of a gynecologist or like a lady doctor. <laughs> And he got caught once, and I think because he was, like, 18, uh, nothing really happened to it. Maybe they were gentle on his fraud because it's just a fraud charge, apparently, even though I think it should be, like, rape and shit, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, but I don't think he got in a lot of trouble the first time. Then he did it again <laughs> when he was, like, still on probation. And so I think he got thrown in jail that time. Well, he's out of jail, and he fucking did it again. This kid just can't get enough. They call him Dr. Love, too, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he loves random pussies, that's for sure. I mean, the thing is, like, his, his, if you look him up, uh, just, you can just Google search Dr. Love arrested or whatever and i'm sure you'll find it maybe don't maybe yeah. don't do that no may, maybe you should definitely do that but uh if you want to get more specific his his first name is malachi uh oh. so you could you could look up malachi love malachi in florida dr yeah, love yeah <laughs> but uh i mean in his photo like that they show he doesn't even look i mean he looks like he's in high school still yes yes i mean he's 18 but he still looks like he's a little kid doogie hauser yeah, definitely. He's definitely Doogie Howser in it. And I'm not saying people in Florida are dumb, but... <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I mean, I go to the doctor's office not that much, and I just got a new doctor two years ago. If it would have walked in and been this kid, I'd been like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, man. You're not a doctor. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way. <laughs> Where's the real guy? <laughs> All right, now go get the real doctor. <laughs> Who's playing a practical joke? <laughs> Yeah, you say uh, you're not going to say that people in Florida are dumb, but you know they have a whole subreddit for Florida man. So yeah. I don't, I don't see Nebraska man or Iowa man. I definitely <laughs> see Florida man. And that's like a big Google search too. Oh, it's yeah. Look, I'm just be, trying to be political to everyone out there and get a, give everyone an equal chance. I've been threatened to be canceled by people that are guests on our show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, you know, they, maybe they're not all dumb. Equal opportunist. <laughs> 
But yeah, that's all I had was that. I just thought that was weird that this kid keeps getting away with it. And I just, I can't believe that, like, I, he, grandmas go in there and get their pussies looked at by this guy. Fucking hot chicks, ugly chicks. Like, like, this guy, this guy loves pussy and he's 18 and he went about it a different way than normal 18-year-olds go about it, I guess. Yeah, and now now that he's 23, his, his charges weren't related to that this time. They were related to... Uh, I guess fraud and grand theft. Well, that's mm. not so bad. I was gonna- <laughs> so I guess he worked at a warehouse and he was trying to talk people, or he talked people into instead of sending the money from the, instead of the clients sending it to the right accounts, they were sending it to his personal bank accounts. Oh. <laughs> and he was just keeping the money. <laughs> oh. So I was going to say, nothing's going to stop this kid. Clearly he keeps no. doing it over and over again, but the grand theft might uh, put a little pause on it for him for a little while. Look, in like the fucking early 1900s, they would have just called him a grifter and uh, he would have got off pretty easy. He was just yeah. going to town to town, selling fucking fake potions and looking Mix. at chicks pussies. And he'd, he'd have been a snake oil salesman yeah, for sure. They make movies about grifters and people love them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this one has to be involved looking at random pussies. Yeah. <laughs> but that is all I got. I don't have anything else. I don't either. What are we at on time-wise? Uh, hour and 23. Yeah, we should probably get out of here then. Yeah, I'm I, hungry as shit. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Vinny fun. will be back soon. Ty probably will too, since uh, we love having him on too. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> um, so uh, we've been getting one constant emailer, but uh, we'd like to have more than just Don emailing us. You can uh, still email us too, Don. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting a t-shirt anymore though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you doesn't so get a t-shirt per email? It's, <laughs> yeah. We're thinking about doing that, but no one will email us. It's uh, Dora guys. Pod at yahoo.com for everyone who wants to email us. Uh, we're out on all of our social medias. And like David said, we did, uh, we are starting a website and we're going to kind of expand this than more than just the door guys podcast. Uh, so we'll have uh, a new email for door guys here eventually uh, that will tie into our website and not just be a Yahoo <laughs> address. <laughs> But uh, some uh, exciting things coming, hopefully, if we can not be lazy. So, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and if, we can, part, if yes. we can find the time, part of it's just having the time to do it all because it's a lot. <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys for coming out. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. And I've got a song to play us out to. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a <laughs> I thought you got a boner back there. I was like, what song is this? I've yeah. never heard this one. Uh, I'm going to play us out to an MF Doom song since we found out that he passed away. Uh, like two months ago. Two months ago, and they just now released it. So uh, Legendary hip-hop star. Yeah, enjoy. Thanks for coming out, guys. Thanks. girl and she wants me to duke her. I told her I'll come scoop her around eight. She said, that sounds great. Shorty girl's a trooper. No matter what I need her to do, she'd be like, on his own throne, the boss like King Cooper. On the microphone, he flossed the ring. Average MCs is like a TV blooper. MF Doom, he's like DB Cooper. Out with the moolah. I let her get her outfit just to cool her off. She said, niggas ain't about shit. I wonder if she meant it. I doubt it. The way it be in her mouth, she can't live without it. Can't live with this, handle your business Villainous, stay on a scandalous whole shit list One pack of cookies, please Mr. Hooper It's fun smacking rookies, he is the 
look like a black Wookiee when he let his beard grow weirdo. Brown skin, it always kept his hair low. Rumors has it it's an S curl accident. Doom was always known to keep the best girls' backs bent. Some say it's the eyes, some say the accent. A lot of guys wonder where their stacks went.